0: Welcome, everybody. It is the Daily Hi-Fi Podcast. It's Monday night and afternoon, maybe for some of you. My name is Chana. With me, as always, we've got Joe, Aaron, and Michael. What is going on, fellas?
1: What's up?
2: What's up? What's
1: going on? Oh, Michael <laughs> has lost his voice. Almost. We're good. Almost. Almost. Some... Yeah. <laughs> it You're like steve so
0: weird. It sounds so weird. Who, hey,
1: who likes his voice better this way?
3: <laughs> That's what oh, i don't know. know. If the lights were out and he were whispering in my ear, I probably would. Oh, ah. man. Uh-oh.
2: That, that ain't yeah. going to happen, man. <laughs> You'll see. You'll come around. Oh. Hey, can you say, you know? You know. <laughs>
1: crazy. You got the big bottom on Yeah, I did.
2: I did get a little bit tan. Yeah. Yeah. How was so, your uh, your vacation? when you, 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 you went on a yeah. cruise ship. Yeah, the cruise was fantastic, man. We had a seven day cruise. Jessica and I hadn't been on a a vacation without the kids in about five years so it was just nice to get away and um we did some really cool excursions had a chance to swim with some um stingrays and that was a little weird though <laughs> when you dive down and you get close to him and he was like swimming away from me and then he turns his head and looks at me i'm like mm. peace out man i'm gone so I, <laughs> want back up
1: Irwin. To the- I guess it's not stingrays oh he got stung by like a certain
2: some pipe. kind of some kind of ray but But yeah, it was manta ray. Was it a manta Manta? I don't know. It's too close. Yeah, it was super cool. And got to swim with the sea turtles. And Uh, I saw the video. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So just had some fun, man. It was just nice just to get away and just relax and chill out in the sun and go visit some cool places. We visited Mm -hmm. St. Martin. Uh, I really enjoyed St. Martin. That was a really neat um, island. And then um, St. Thomas. So Cool.
1: Uh, Michael sounds like he has, uh, you know, dynamic EQ on.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> He's got Joe's Magic Bean settings. It just I takes base to another level. <laughs>
1: um, Hey, did you get to check out that uh, restaurant I told you about? Well, the Wonder? I did, I did
2: not. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. like Wonderland, I think, on the show.
1: Yeah. Oh, man. So, it, do you guys know what gastronomy is? I think it's called.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Molecular gastronomy yes
0: yeah uh, yeah my wife would. watches uh, uh Top Chef fancy, all dude. the time
1: so like yeah yeah <laughs> the guys made, they made an olive like basically like it tastes like an olive but and it kind of feels like an olive but it wasn't an olive it was like the shape of one and they were yeah. able to like i don't know i popped it in my mouth and then just like you know tasted like an olive but it's it's weird it they like try,
0: they try to they they like they they break things down so that you know you can't identify what it is visually, but you're like, oh, it's tastes like chocolate. <laughs> you're like, yeah, yeah, that's what I was. Something like to. that. But it yeah. doesn't.
1: Yeah, it's weird. Um, yeah, it was like a five course meal. You know, I'm I'm not used to that sort of thing. Just like all kinds of stuff come in, and uh, it was delicious. Anyway, yeah, yeah, uh, that's the awesome, Michael. Men's... I saw. I, it looks like you had a, a good time.
2: A good man. We had a really really good time.
1: You probably would have had a better time if we would have came back with the uh, Sea Master, though. I don't know.
2: <laughs> yeah, Joe, I knew he'd be uh hit me up on about the watches, so I'm like, all right, so let me stop in a couple shops. And I know you mentioned that it's like kind of hated among the watch of files, is that yeah. really word, Watch of files, yeah, uh, timepiece oh, yeah. of files, something like that. Yeah, so I'm trying to make up something, but Chrono files, yeah, is that it? <laughs> something yeah, like the, that. Yeah, the is um, kind of, I
1: was like, nah, man,
2: yeah, like the, the Ublo is yeah, it? Yeah, you
1: you liked the way that looked because it was like a skeleton look, but it was like 20
2: 20 G's. Yeah, like twenty thousand dollars. But it felt—I mean, golly—that Joker was heavy. It was like got you know some weight to it. Yeah, it looked slick, man. I think it's called the Big Bang. I think, yeah, the name of it.
1: That's their popular one. Um, but yeah, I like that. I liked how that Omega Seamaster looked on you. I thought you were gonna treat yourself this one time. Nah,
2: nah, I gotta I gotta find a skeleton deal. Okay. I saw a, a Tag Heuer as well. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah, they yeah. make them as well. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's a good brand or not, but but I was I was sending the fellas some some pics of watch. I'm like, what do you think about this one, man? I'm thinking about buying it. Yeah, yeah I thought yeah, it was cool yeah.
1: that you would at least check them yeah. out. Right? Yeah, I thought dude. he's gonna be like, ah, he's not cool. even gonna he's nah, not even gonna cool. take a look. So that was nah, cool that have... you uh you shared your experience with us. Yeah, that
2: was on. They had of course several watches. Uh, watch shops on the uh, the cruise ship itself but then also when we got off the island um, you know a lot while we were waiting for our um, um, excursion to start Mm -hmm. so we still had like 45 minutes to kind of kill some time so we went through some Mm -hmm. of the shops and so they had some watch shops there so i stopped by
1: yeah i don't know if you guys know the audience but uh we talk pretty much every day we have like a a group chat and we're always just kind of keeping in touch seeing how everything's going so checking in with him. This Whole daily hi-fi thing
2: yeah we do mm-hmm. keep in touch and i think we actually cool. we actually like each other you know even yeah. off camera <laughs> surprise yeah <laughs>
1: amazing right yeah. yeah i think it shows though in our in our shows i think people kind of feel like ah, oh, yeah these guys you actually- know it, it was
0: funny because like joe had this uh <laughs> instagram photo over the was it over the weekend uh-huh. and i was just like damn dude looking sharp or something and he's just like he messages me back he's like all dressed up with nowhere to go and i'm like walking with the dead man over my shoulder and he's just like nothing and i'm like no you don't get it you don't get the song reference he's like oh, oh, i'm not great. good with that i'm like fuck i wish aaron was here i know like, he totally would have <laughs> known it was Oingo go
1: He's got my back this guy's got my back right here <laughs> yeah. yeah i don't need to know yeah yeah but uh but yeah, but yeah that, man that was funny so what, yeah we talk all mean- the
0: time an
3: Oingo Boingo reference, like that, uh, is that just because he was recently on, or he was at Coachella? Who, Danny Elfman? Danny Elfman? Oh, yeah. Was he? Oh, I yeah. He either. was at Coachella. Yeah. No, yeah I which... don't know.
0: Joe said it, not me. He's the one that said it. I was just like, oh, oh. He's like I'm all know. dressed that, up with is nowhere that, to is where go. Is
3: where like, that's Is it? I don't
0: know. I thought people yeah. just said that.
3: Dead man's party. Yeah, I just googled the, the song name because I couldn't remember it, but Dead yeah, man's party.
0: Party. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, so man, he people didn't that. know that
3: he was actually in like a band at first, right? So yeah, so, one, so he had a song on
0: like either the Karate Kid or some some soundtrack. That's no, no, no. He's done all of like Tim Burton's animated stuff,
3: Beverly Hills Cop. That's what Night I'm. i before Christmas and like yeah, yeah, yeah. No, people. I mean like his his group actually oh, had a okay. I think boingo, so. Boingo.
2: Ongo maybe, boingo. Maybe, you know, know on right right boingo. Now? Gratitude,
3: yeah, gratitude. It was Oingo boingo. Well, they yeah. said it was Danny Elfman, but I think it was yeah. the group. Anyway, we're getting off track here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But least, like, Joe, stay Joe off track. Joe's, I'm like, you don't know that yeah. song? And I sent him the video. Gosh, the music video is so old. Like, <laughs> <It's terrible. laughs> so old looking. Um, yeah. But yeah. Oingo boingo. Awesome stuff. Um, But yeah. So, so, yeah. You know, if if Aaron was in the group chat, he would have fucking chimed in. Yeah. I'm like, hey, sure. hey, Oingo. Hey. Yeah, maybe. What the, it's all good. It's all good. You guys have a good weekend this weekend. I know, Mike. When did you get back, Mike? Saturday or Sunday? Sunday, I,
2: I, Sunday uh, to Sunday.
0: You did so a live seven. stream on Sunday.
2: <gasps> yeah, yeah. Sunday night. Yeah, yeah we got I, back I to caught it, like the last morning. ten
0: minutes of it. That's when I noticed your voice was like,
2: <laughs> you, you, you
0: went away, Michael. You came back, <clears throat> Barry, Michael. <laughs> <laughs>
2: For sure. Yeah, I usually get laryngitis about once a year. Um, it's kind of interesting because when I went full time with YouTube in 2020 2020 i didn't get it 2021 i didn't get it but if you think about it i was not really around many people very often oh right 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 So then i go on a cruise for the first time in two years around five thousand people and so then it comes back so it's all good i'm glad i didn't lose my voice usually it gets so deep and and just from talking yeah, so much that that it just i lose it so so, like, all day today, I pretty much I don't talk. I just sit there and work and edit, and so yeah, so, so hopefully we won't lose it totally. Yeah, I hope not. You, yeah, gotta, you
1: probably have some videos you gotta make. You have any any coming up?
2: Yeah, I've got several um, uh, review videos I've gotta do. Um, I've got a home theater tour that I'll be filming this Saturday. One I'll be filming the following Saturday, and then I even need to kind of do mine. I haven't done mine in almost a year now so
0: what's that your it's home theater? A
2: mm-hmm. yeah oh, a lot man. a lot you. has well a lot has changed you know i know usually like usually about once a year i try to update mine
0: i, I want to do know. one for mine i'm just kind of waiting on like a new streaming device there you uh, go but i was just like what eh, are you I looking think... at what oh just that me? that uh hi-fi rose that rs 250 oh gotcha like a streaming not a not a yeah. movie stream like yeah, a yeah music streaming
2: yeah that'd be uh, sweet device yeah
0: Cause I got the new Marantz in there, you know, mm-hmm. you know, all the new speakers and stuff. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, there's a gnat
1: in here. Oh, annoying.
3: Oh, let's see your karate skills.
1: Yeah, break out the chopsticks. Now, my ignore it. I'm gonna, gonna look like a weird dude on mall, like. <laughs> yeah,
2: that was yeah. like me dancing on the cruise ship, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: dude. Or was it you just standing still and the cruise ship was rocking?
0: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Couldn't tell. Couldn't tell, huh, Mike? If the cruise ship so, is rocking, um, don't come a knocking. Well, there were some, uh, there were some people at uh, at the mountain uh, this weekend wearing some captains hats and whatnot.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, you guys,
1: you guys the saw one like, of the video you like, showed.
2: Yeah. yeah, the dude
1: was wearing a captain's hat and like underwear. Yeah, he like, yeah. didn't have any, he, he didn't have any pants on. So, so he, I forget so. they do this every year.
0: So this is a group from UCLA. Um, there was a bunch of graduates there from the twenty twenty two class, but it's called the Undie Run. So they come uh, to Mammoth every spring, and all the guys and girls are, uh, you know, in skiing and snowboarding in bikinis. And that yeah. bikini part was nice. And they were all dancing around in front of my DJ thing. But the banana hammock stuff, that was not good. <laughs> that was, uh, I didn't need that. But I guess, no. yeah, you got to take the good with the bad, right? You weren't feeling that, huh? <laughs> no, no. And like, it, dude, every, like, they, as soon as I figured they wanted to sing along, so I yeah. just started playing out. Putting out some sing along EDM bangers, and they were just brr, jumping up and down, having a blast, and everything was cool. And then, it right in front of me, like because they were just kind of dancing in front, mm-hmm. somebody starts ripping ass. And I was just like, oh, I was dude. all smiling, smiling, smiling. Oh come on! I just totally ruined the whole thing. <laughs> I was just like, this whole day is ruined now. <laughs> you could have just go somewhere else. And I, it, it was just bad. That's yeah. hilarious. Everything was good except for that. F- he figured he yeah. was outdoors. He
1: or yeah. she. Nobody was he or he she. Or she. He or yeah, could have
0: been a girl. Yeah. He or yeah. she. Yeah, it's hilarious. Um, and then the other weird thing after that happened, or about an hour later, it started getting super hot to where, like you know, my deck's, uh, my DJ deck has a 10 inch uh, touchscreen. Oh, yeah. It all started going black. Oh. It no. All started Uh-oh. going black, and I'm like, whoa! And then, like, I stood in front of it, you know, and it provided shade, and then uh-huh. the screen would come back. Oh my like, all oh, oh, these was things overheating? are overheating dude like crap so i quickly went and grabbed my backup system switched songs boom plugged in the backup took out the backup hard drive put it in there had that coming in on channel four and i didn't miss a beat i mixed the song half on the the expensive deck half on the backup once i was all on the backup boom i took the two two decks threw them inside well i didn't throw yeah that's why you that's
2: why you pay for a professional right there that's a pro exactly
0: Exactly, and they didn't even know. Nobody mm-hmm. had a clue. I switched yeah. setups <laughs> without without stopping the music. So that's yeah, pretty slick. Yeah, no, it's pretty scary. <laughs> so I was like, "Damn!" Because I got to do it one more time for Memorial Day weekend. They're having mm-hmm. oh, Aaron, you're gonna love it, buddy. It's a yacht okay. rock weekend. Oh yeah, they're they're having like what is it, yachtly crew? It's a oh yacht God. rock uh, cover band. Crew. Yachtly okay, crew. yeah. They're coming out on Saturday and playing. They're building a stage and all this stuff, and I'm playing in between. So I have to be, you know, dressed up and ready to go. Yeah. Um, and just play yeah. nothing but what? What is it? Hollow notes and, <clears> uh, <laughs> and that'll some, work. Some, some Duran, Christopher Cross,
3: <laughs> some Kenny Loggins, some Michael Kenny McDonald. Kenny
0: Loggins, yeah, 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 man. Oh man, it's gonna like it's gonna be bad. It's yeah bad. but uh but yeah that's what bad i had in a good way <laughs> no Joe's, bad in a Joe, bad way Joe's too much yacht rock, rock dude like a whole like six hours of yacht rock dude there's not there's not even six hours of yacht rock to go through bro dude what? there's a
3: there's a video on youtube i'll have to look for it and try to find it for you and send it to you but it's like kind of making fun of yacht rock and, and like some guys playing like he's kenny Loggins and another guy's playing like he's michael mcdonald it's it's terrible uh, but it's yeah. so funny man
1: anyway
0: yeah. Yeah. let's yeah. see here uh yeah, yeah. R- rga said should be a rule don't crop dust the dj party foul yeah, yeah, <laughs> seriously no seriously no pun intended Too yeah party foul so yeah oh. that, that was part of my weekend i was also putting together this uh gaming chair cockpit thing mm. uh, which i've been playing some racing games on it's been pretty awesome <laughs> got a Uh, force feedback leather grip steering wheel that I haven't opened in like three years.
1: So, oh, yeah, that's awesome, man. Yeah, it's got a little shifter,
0: little shifter. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty hefty. I'm like, this thing's pretty big. And, uh, yeah, about
1: those. So, what kind of seat do you have? Do you have like a a place to put the pedals so that they don't move forward? Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, no, this is a full cockpit, it's it's like a full, full, cockpit. right? And it has a little place for you to screw in the, um, Oh, okay. oh, here, you know what? I'll, I'll pull
1: it up on screen. What am I doing being That's that? What's up? Being silly. Yeah, I like that. I like racing simulators. Yeah. Let's see. Yeah, and it's the best is that it's foldable. <clears throat> foldable,
0: so I can get it out of the way. It's actually right behind me. I just had to fold it up a little bit. Where is this? No, no. All right, next level racing. It's called Next Level Racing.
1: I need where's my bug assault right now. You guys have a bug assault? Bug assault. You know what that is? <laughs> is it the salt uh, shooter? Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. For flies, like you, you yeah. fill it with salt and then you just like and then you shoot the fly. Oh well. yep. It's pretty awesome. All right, here we
0: go. Got it. Got it. I forgot I ordered it from Amazon and they, they messed up the delivery, so I never got it. Let's see. <laughs> so oh, this you what?
1: A- hold on a second. Oh my I had one very similar to that one. That's pretty legit, man.
0: Yeah, this is and it, it. This is the lower position. Yeah, right? mine is a little higher. Yeah, and then and then see this this back part. It'll go up to Push like a, a different. They don't show it on these pictures. Sorry, silly. I'm blowing y'all up. I see that. Yacht rock. Yeah, you got to. see it. here. Here, this is the taller one. So this is the like configuration I have it in. It looks like a workout chair. <laughs> kind of. Kind of look, look. It it folds up. Like with the, tar- like, it looks Therino. like an inversion table. Oh, you mean like a like one of those? Uh, what Dude, is it called almost, those Pilates machines? There's,
3: there's well. I was thinking like the inversion table is what it makes me think of. Oh, here we go. I know what you're talking about though. Like the thing with the rollers and stuff on it. <laughs> yeah, that yeah, crazy yeah. stuff. Yeah, my mom used to have one of
0: those. Yeah, yeah. Oh. So uh, Friday after the gig, I came home and shot an unboxing of this, and then t- it took quite a while to put this thing together. I'm not that's gonna lie. Wild. That's that, pretty wild. That that is. It, it wasn't easy um and uh i almost so you have to be like underneath the like steering wheel part to like Mm. screw it in and it's all it doesn't sit there so you gotta hold it and then i gotta Mm. hold the i the steering wheel almost fell on my head like three times because i'm like underneath it trying to see so so yeah um and it folds up a little tuck out of the way and uh I've been trying to play as much as I can in between stuff uh, over the weekend. And, man, it's so much fun in here. It's so much fun. I, and I, I had it set up, so I have, was sitting in front of the 83-inch OLED. Talk about immersion.
1: Like, I'm like three feet away from that thing. Yeah, dude. <laughs> it's pretty cool. We got a really comment cool. from Power Guy. Mark, thank you for the support, as always. Yep. I hope you're seeing this. Thank you. Need a recommendation for a 2.1 integrated amp that can drive some difficult <laughs> 4-ohm Vintage speakers and a self-powered sub. Thanks, guys.
0: Oh man, I would say Parasound, hint six, but it's pretty pricey.
1: Um, difficult four-ohm vintage speakers. Um, I guess you you also need to know how how uh, how loud you want to play them. How sensitive what's are the speakers? The sensitivity. If,
0: if you can figure that out, I mean, if they're vintage and you can't find any literature about them, that's going to be difficult. What's you know? What's the room
1: size? All right. So I'm, I'm wondering, if you're saying it's vintage, do you also want an amplifier that looks vintage also to kind oh. of match the look, you know? Because if that's the case, I would probably just go with a like one of those old-school Morants. Mm-hmm. you know? But you said it, it has to be 2.1, so that means that old Morantz does not have a 0.1 yeah. for sure. No. Um, but what I would recommend is, I just recently reviewed the Mini DSP Flex, and that kind of works as like a preamp, all right? And so... It's basically a two by four HD, but with a screen, right? So from there, you can kind of use that as your interface, like your preamp. Plug everything into there. So it has analog, it has optical, it has oh, wow. um, Toslink, Bluetooth, and Bluetooth. You know, yeah. different things you can plug in. Other, it doesn't have a um, a phono input, so you'd have to get a separate like phono preamp for that if you wanted to do that. But my thought is that you could get a two-channel, doesn't matter, right? Anything with RCA input, I guess. All right, And so you could input to that amp, and then you could send one of the other channels to your subwoofer, and you could still get the best of both worlds where you have like this old-school amp, but you have Bluetooth, and you have, you know, it has LDAC, like the most advanced one. And you can also integrate a sub properly, you know, add the right delays to the other speakers to match yeah, the yeah. sub and and EQ them. So you could have an awesome sounding system. Um
2: yeah, and you know, I think be it's a like lot cool cheaper than behind. like a like a pair sound hint 6 be a lot less expensive oh, yeah. than that.
0: I mean, even the new classic 200 is what 1200 bucks, you know? Yeah. Uh 110 110 watts into 4 ohms, but um mm-hmm. but no bluetooth. So,
1: you know. Um but this does
0: have the point 1 I gotcha. forgot
1: what the I haven't reviewed the SHD Mini DSP SHD, but that's like a more advanced version. I guess it does a little bit more. I'm not sure exactly what, okay. um, but I know that it is a little more advanced. Uh, somebody, so uh, FOMO, what's up, FOMO? He says NAD FOMO. M33 is a beast. It has Dirac and Bluetooth. Call it a day, and yeah, but uh, again, these are these are starting to get expensive. expensive. Right?
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. they start yeah. to get
1: a little bit pricey at that point. So. It depends on whether you want an old-school look to go with your vintage speakers or not. Yeah, But there's some recommendations. NAD, uh, NAD, Chana says Parasound. I'm thinking I would probably go Vintage Amp, You know, Pioneer, like, you know, one of those old-school, Sansui, whatever, Silver Face. You
0: yeah, you can get awful. any... If you get one of those old-school ones, you just get yourself, like... Here, hold on. <clears throat> what's trying to do on here you get one of those things and then you get yourself like this uh DAC magic 200 by Cambridge right it's got mm-hmm. all the goodies oh my goodies my goodies they got all the goodies mm-hmm. including Bluetooth and you connect it to whatever vintage app you want there done deal yep this is Thanks. this is 500 so it's not cheap mm. not super expensive yeah um and this will connect up to your laptop um, via asynchronous USB. It'll decode your MQA from Tidal. It'll do, you wow. know, make some julienne fries and spank you on the bottom. I don't know. Hey. You have to try
1: it out. Uh, make, sure, like a wiener. make sure that it also has <laughs> enough power. Oh, like, uh, you know how they always say, like, those old school amps are a real power, right? Like, they used to rate oh, them, yeah. like, legitimately, right? Yeah. But I also had a legitimate uh, Marantz that was only 20 watts. I mean, it, it seemed yeah. more powerful than 20 watts, mm. but I did try to like throw some like some Elac four ohm speakers on it, and it didn't like it. Like mm. it, it would yeah. it, it would like us on the verge of like shutting off. You know, when you turned it up, the bass would hit, and you're like, you know, you're like, like think oh, it's gonna okay. clip. It doesn't like that. Right, you got it. Right. So, yeah.
0: Um, before we jump into the other um super and stuff like that, uh, if you guys hadn't seen FOMO's six hour or eight hour. 15 hour live stream. It was pretty awesome. I'm almost like halfway through FOMO, and it's he had the two calibrators calibrating TVs. And you know, um, apparently, with the new QD OLED, the new technology, you need to have a spectro, um, the thing that you know, like a high resolution spectro, and like the cheapest ones, like $7,800 or something like that, because, um, I guess the measurement in nanometers is not is so small that like there it is seven hour collaboration live stream but it was well, crazy it was crazy but fun calibration so, um, live stream that's yeah, correct calibr- so he
1: did a live calibration
0: he had two people calibrating two different tvs in his room in his studio and then he would bring in like robert zone and d nice from um yeah the east D-Nice. coast that, yeah d nice mm, like the no he's 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 a calibrator he's, but hey, you know, so yeah. D nice Denise. you done yeah. messed up A, a. Ron. <laughs> but yeah, right. um, you know, they had some great things to say about this new OLED technology, um, even though the Samsung was admittedly harder to calibrate than than an LG or a Sony would be. But uh, but yeah, um crazy. You you know, technology is getting better to the point where we now need a spectro uh to, to read a four nanometer <laughs> uh, distance from a 10, 10 nanometer, right? So just imagine this is like a whole bunch of nanometers. We got to go from here to here, right? It needs to read that much. So, like, even my C6 uh, probably would misread uh, the new QD OLED. So, yeah. yeah. So, sh- I'm, I might have to have somebody come here and, ca- and calibrate this. And while they're at it, I'm like, oh, yeah, let's have them calibrate it's all the, the other TVs. There. I don't know about live streaming, but I just, I just want it to look good. And like, I don't want to spend $8,000 just on one piece of equipment and then have to do it myself as well. <laughs> like I could spend $2,000 to have somebody with the equipment come and do it. And then I just sit back and relax. But, um, uh, but anyway, it's a great, um, it's a great stream. If you guys are looking interested in the new OLED technology, definitely check out uh FOMO stream. It was, uh, it was pretty awesome. And he's answering questions left and right all throughout it too. We
1: got another super chat here. Yep. My finest. What so do you So everyone say, uh, seems so thrilled about Arc Beta
0: with the phase alignment feature. Does Odyssey Multi EQX do the same thing? Do you need to adjust? Oh man, I don't know about this Arc Beta. What is Arc so, Beta? So Arc Beta okay. is Anthem Room Correction, I would imagine. <clears>
1: okay. <throat> is that I? I I've been hearing a little bit here and there about it. You know, people are messaging me, like, like saying, "Hey, is this? You know, is this kind of like multi sub optimizer?" So I have no idea what it is. You guys?
2: Mm -mm. I I know Arc. I know Arc. um, They came out with Genesis, like what last year or the year before. Yeah, I used
0: it upstairs. Yeah, it's good, Mm
2: -hmm. but I haven't heard of the beta.
1: I don't know what beta this is. Yeah, some Arc beta. You pull that up. See, let's look at it together and see what it is. Okay. Doo, 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 doo.
2: Arc Genesis Beta? Is it Arc yes. Genesis Beta? That's what it looks like cuz it says that was 1 month ago. Oh,
1: okay. Hands on. Wonder if yours can can do this cuz I know you wanted me to check out your Anthem. Wonder if yeah. it if it can do whatever this does. So no, what is it, it'll only be available for the newer ones. Ah, uh, like okay. Ones
0: it's all good is, somebody wants to buy my oh okay. dude I, I got somebody who's just like hey man i want to do a do you have any equipment laying around <laughs> And I'm like yeah why and they're like oh well i want to do a second home theater if uh you got equipment so i might i might be selling a bunch of stuff soon including the anthem even though that was one of the
1: better yeah. receivers that i've had in here uh blah, blah, blah. i'm trying to see does it say anything about what it does
0: Newly developed Anthem Auto Phase Distance and Time Alignment for up to four independent subwoofers on the MRX 40 Series AVM 7090.
1: Um, oh, phase distance and alignment. Oh, okay. phase so, distance and time alignment. Okay. Yeah, I just pulled up Gene. Gene dropped a video on that today. huh. Um,
3: he's got some screenshots and there's some phase um, adjustment at a frequency. So it looks like they're just using all pass filters. So
0: Welcome to what Car Audio has been doing for about a decade, guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Dude, you know what? I've said it so many times. I, I will say it again. The AV receiver is the caboose end of the technological train. Like, Pro Audio has been last... doing it for
3: 15 or 20 years easy. Yeah. So it's just crazy to me. Like everybody, no offense, but mm-hmm. people are like, oh my God. And I'm just like, yeah, dude, this stuff has been around for a long time.
1: Yeah. It's crazy to me that home audio, like Chana is saying, is so far behind. Yeah just this I wonder, I wonder, do you think that some of this stuff has been available to like me, may, maybe like the professional like cinema spots? Uh, like home, probably, you know? no, 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 probably because a lot of them will they're not using
3: didn't. you know what I'm saying, like not yeah, yeah, yeah they so they're not using anything there. on that. and and I do know what some of them use. I don't know we you know what's popular now, but I know what was popular like about a decade ago. Um, and they're using sophisticated, like pro audio mm. DSP, you know what I'm saying? So which which has that kind of stuff built into it.
1: So I, w- I was about to say that I have seen some stuff, some pretty advanced DSP stuff that I can't talk about that. I, I think actually has, has been in car audio already. I was about to see, see if I could prove you wrong, but I'm like, no, nah, I think that it's probably been well, like
3: a, a lot of them even have, um, horn profiles loaded into them. A lot of the pro audio stuff does. And you say I'm using these horns, and it'll make equalization based
1: on that horn profile. It's already preloaded. So. Mm. I've seen somewhere they even know like, uh, like if you buy a sub from the same manufacturer, they say, okay, this is the settings that you. These are the settings you use so that they're time aligned. Like they know, Seems, you know how I they work together. Like if you buy the speakers and the subwoofers together, yeah, they'll tell you how to to match them up properly. Um, what else we got? Yeah, so sorry, we don't know too much about this uh, yeah. yet. But but I can say
3: that if it is phase adjustment at frequency, then yes, that's a great thing to have. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. I was actually using a car audio piece in my home theater because it had that, and then I switched over to a Rain. Okay.
1: So what does that uh, allow you to do? I'm I'm very interested. So, so like if you
3: have, so you can all right. So you know how you have phase is just zero and one eighty, right? So it's either in phase or out of phase. Mm. It's, it's kind of how we think of it. But in the real world, it's never like that. Your phase angle is always like somewhere between zero and 180. Mm-hmm. So you can set it to 45 degrees, uh, 75 degrees. You can set it to whatever angle, phase angle that you want in order to get proper summation between two different speakers.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Right. So it, it's kind of like if you if you take a speaker and you have them, everything is perfect and you have an ideal world and you put the subwoofer with the floor standing speaker And you set the subwoofer phase to zero degrees and everything is perfect. The phase aligns. You have perfect summation at the crossover. Everything is time aligned. Everything is perfect. Okay. It's like, that's the ideal world. Hmm. But you never have that. But you also don't have the opposite where it's completely out of phase. You have somewhere in between zero and 360 degrees. You have somewhere in between. And the best place to set the phase adjustment would be somewhere in between there, between zero and 360 degrees. So that's what an all-pass filter with these type things will allow you to do is they'll say, Oh, you want me to adjust the phase angle at this frequency, and you want to adjust the angle to be this like
1: this angle, mm. basically. So that's how you typically use it to be like yeah, oh, yeah. more precise with like, a, with like a when board.
3: you're tuning, yeah. When you're tuning, you, you can just pick a band of test tones, is usually what I do for subwoofer and the, the mains. And let's say my crossover is at 80 hertz, like my mm. my acoustic point crossover is somewhere in that region so i'll play like 63 hertz i'll play 80 hertz and then i'll play 110 hertz or i guess 100 hertz i'll play those third octave tones Mm -hmm. and i'll say where's the spot where it blends the most and then i'll just adjust the phase alignment for that crossover so i'll go from zero degrees to 10 degrees to 20 degrees and i'll just work that until it lines up in phase and then when you do it's a lot more louder everything is more full Mm -hmm. everything is locked in up front it's not coming from different places Right. So,
1: well, uh, uh, I guess for somebody who may not know as much about DSP, because I know you're advanced, you know, I do a lot of DSP myself. And so they might say, hey, you know, my SVS has, it's not, you know, uh, zero or 180. Those yeah. You can do 45. And, you know, and I know, I, I know the answer. Right. But they might say, hey, you know, mine's a phase knob. Right. So I have a, I can but adjust in between, too. Right. They, right. They might say so, that, So I thought that, and
3: it turns out that it's actually not. It's just time delay, which is super annoying because you can have things set up in time perfectly. Mm. So I think the easiest way to explain that is if you take two speakers, put them right on top of each other, like you take a mid-range and you put it on top of another mid-range and you make them occupy the exact same space. They are time-aligned. There's nothing you can do to make them not time-aligned. Now you have both of them. You got sound, right? But now you take one of them and you flip the phase. Now you have no sound. But they're still perfectly time aligned. So they can be perfectly time aligned and not in phase. So you have things, right? You have time and then you have phase. They're two different things.
1: Uh, I think people get confused about that. You know, I know we're getting pretty technical right now, but I think it's kind of confusing to some people that, you know, they think that phase has to be related to the time. Like you can't, like they're connected, you know, in their their mind. So time is a function of phase. Um, But you can
3: also adjust the phase without adjusting the time delay. Okay. So when you when you adjust the time delay, you actually shift the mm-hmm. signal time, right? So when the speaker or when the sound leaves that speaker, so you can actually move it forward or backwards. Relative. So it's always relative to another okay. speaker that's playing. Because if you just have the one speaker that's playing, you don't care what time it fires. I guess but you care you know, about it
1: relative to the other speaker. And when they're out of phase, then you have weird stuff going on. He maybe I don't know if this is a good example or not, but it kind of makes sense to me. But you know how they say you shouldn't mix you shouldn't mix sealed and ported because you know they could be aligned until you get to the port and then the port is going to be out of phase and then yeah. you may get some cancellation below the port right so with an all pass fil- filter would it be possible to you know have everything aligned and then when the port does its weird phase thing at that point to like rotate the phase there so it's aligned the entire way is that, is that so possible? you you would you could do that, but it
3: will only be relative to the other sounds that's going on from like the other speakers, right? So you, you it's you can't fix the phase for that one that one point in space. You're not going to hear that difference. I mm. guess is what I'm trying
1: to say. Okay, interesting. Yeah, interesting it's weird. It's but... a little bit more advanced, I guess, for than. Uh, uh,
3: yeah. No, I mean, I think I really do think the best way to think about it is, is just like if you're out in a. If you're out in a field somewhere and you have two speakers playing and they're they're physically, I mean, you can't physically do it, but just imagine that you had two speakers that were occupying the exact same space,
0: mm-hmm.
3: you know, and they're both playing the same sound. Well, it you have sound, but as soon as you flip the polarity of one of them, they cancel out, right? So, but they're from they're firing from the exact same point of space. So the time is the exact same. It's just the relative phase between the two mm-hmm. is offset. So that that's one, how you
1: can have time versus phase. That one JL Audio Tune Four that you yeah. uh i think you linked to it or i anyway i saw a video about it and they they did a pretty excellent job of uh, job of explaining it like they show you how to do the entire process of of uh you know calibrating pretty much everything you know oh, yeah. the speakers and yeah. the stuff and they're like all right everything's good everything's time aligned and you got the frequency response you want but the left is not uh you know you want more phase coherence between the left and right what do you do yeah. everything's already set like that's when we can use these all pass filters to to yeah you've wrote, it to you rotate the phase so everything oh, sounds more cohesive yeah i get it now mm. yeah um so yeah that's that's interesting stuff what else we got a lot of stuff we got some super chats too can we get at those i'm missing them yeah you, got, you got a new one yeah you see those chana sorry i'm looking at audio advice okay
0: what's the audio uh, advice doing no, I'm just looking where I'm like, where can I buy an anthem right now? I'm like, oh, he's shopping. I, oh, he's I, shopping. I, well, like, I mean, sadly, you know, these things are hard to get, like, they're like yeah. sold out everywhere. Safe and Sound doesn't have any. Like, I mean, yeah. I didn't, I, I don't know. I don't think I want to spend any more money on AVRs. I'll tell you that much.
1: <laughs> All right. Well, Charles, who, who pulled this up right here? Uh I just uh, I remember saying it a minute ago. All right. I just
0: upgraded my 7.2.4 system to Focal Arias. Ooh, nice. Ooh, uh what do you guys think about the Rel 3D system versus standard dual subwoofer setup? Okay. I know what they're talking about. Do you guys know what
2: they're talking about? I do not.
0: Rel so Rel has three this
2: system. uh 3D system um let's where they wire it real different. Was that? Yeah,
0: that's the normal that thing they oh. wire it like with their what is it called their line levels Mm -hmm. um but their 3d is they just imagine having a full range speaker for all your speakers Mm -hmm. meaning you would add a sub to your center channel Mm -hmm. right you would add a sub to your left add a sub to your right add a sub to your surrounds Mm -hmm. or something like that um i mean i Running a full range center would be kind of cool, but yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know. Um And people who have,
3: you know, acoustically transparent screens can, can do that. If yeah. they, I mean, they've got the space to do that.
1: Otherwise, yeah. yeah, you just don't have the space. Are you a believer in having a sub for every speaker that that's the way to go? Who, me? I don't know. Everybody. Oh, everybody. I don't think so. Yeah. I would say I stick with the standard two LFE channels and because I think that that um, I think you're saying or you're implying that the base is localizable, right? That's that's the reason why you'd want it. Like, oh, I want left channel base, I want center channel base, and I want yeah, right. Yeah, I, I, I don't.
0: I don't know. Soundstage is kind of. I mean, what I'm getting. I, from.
1: If I just had a st- if I had like some
0: towers left and mm. right that would dig deep. <clears throat> let's say, let's say 30 Hertz. Mm-hmm. Right. And my center was just a standard horizontal center with like five and a quarter inch drivers. Mm-hmm. We're going to get to 30. No, we're going to get to 60, maybe okay. 70. Right? All right. All right. Adding that extra 30 mm-hmm. there for like, you know, like a John wick type movie, a lot mm-hmm. of smacking, a lot of gunshots, a lot of, a lot of stuff coming out of the center channel. Mm-hmm. Um, that might be cool. I don't know. I don't know. You know, and how would that extra base from another subwoofer for just the center channel be integrated properly with the rest of the setup?
2: That'd be a lot more complex to set up too, Cause you're talking yeah, right? minimum of five subwoofers, seven subwoofers. Well, okay.
0: Subwoofers. Wait, let's, let's, let's not get into like crazy subwoofer land. Let's let's just try, let's just <laughs> I mean, try. We have some of the LC LCR channel.
2: Yeah. Or, or just
0: okay. LCRs or just, or just adding, more oomph to that center channel, right?
1: Not, yeah. I'm not a believer. I, yeah. you know what? I think Rel will probably never su- send me anything. Yeah, because like a lot not. of the stuff that they put out, I'm just not a, I'm not. I just wonder. I don't I buy mean, it. I don't buy are they, it. Are they
2: trying to to make themselves so different from everybody else so that they stand out? You know what I mean? Like the way they hook everything up. There, I mean, and I'm sure they believe it, but. I'm not sure. I'm
0: like you. Yeah, sure like hi-fi people that you know want to have want to impart the sound signature from the amplifier that they're sending to their main speakers. They want to they want to impart that sound
1: signature to their subwoofers too. Because mm-hmm. mm, I think that their you know? specialty is really for the two-channel hi-fi guy who doesn't want to use DSP. Yeah. Like, how do they how do they get that person to buy more subs? Right, that person is, probably doesn't want to buy subs in the first place because they, you know, they're they think that's like for home theater a lot of times. Yeah. And I'm stereotyping, of course. There's some people who do, right? But I think that that's kind of their demographic is like the two channel uh, crowd. And uh, I don't know. I just don't think that that's sound and ed- sound advice, audio advice, right? Um, I don't think it's good advice because. Do they put the sub right next to the speaker like underneath? Yeah, it? I don't
0: I don't know like, where you would do that. To, I don't know. I don't know. It on it. Like I've you know, seen what is some,
1: like I saw their um their article about it and it's just they just have it as sub like over I here. mean, I would I would be glad to have one of those guys on and, you know, talk it out and talk if I'm wrong it. then I'm wrong, right? But I don't think so. I think I think what's actually happening is they're saying you're going to get stereo bass and I I think I've read this article. I think they're saying that you can have stereo bass yeah, not uh, yeah. Just basically, you know, you have a sub for each, each speaker. But I mean, bass is not localizable below a certain frequency.
2: Now, wouldn't you have to have a, um, a higher end processor as well? Like I know some of the higher end. So, so
1: one of the things that they were sub. telling me is that
0: different AV receivers won't let you run a full channel center or full range center. Mm. So that also has to like line up there. So, so Charles. I would say to answer your question, a hmm. hey, I love the Focal Arius, man, they they rock. I have a full setup here. Joe actually just tuned them, and we took measurements, and he's just like, "Hey, this is yeah. starting out a good speaker, so this is gonna sound great." Um, I would say just just rock. Um, your point to
1: your your subwoofers as a as just standard. Well, I, the, mean, yeah. I think I think it's best to put the subs in optimal places, also. So, you know, I think the danger isn't saying, oh, this sub needs to be by the left because it's the left channel sub and this needs to be in the center. That might not be a good place for those sub, subs, right. right? I mean, we were talking about how behind the seat is a good place a lot of times, right? Near field sub is a good alternative a lot of times. So I would say it's more important to put the sub in optimal places
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. rather than trying to think about it as, uh, you know, per channel. Right. that's just me that's what I think Um, but yeah if these guys you know we should have somebody from Relon you know yeah I'll hit them up maybe they can they can tell us like hey this is why you should do it I'm gonna say why I don't agree and then they might not be
2: back they won't ever come back again
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so I think if their whole thing is
3: just we're gonna take your regular old speakers and turn them into full range okay right like, but that doesn't seem to be it. Because if that were it, then that would that would be it. And then you would either be like, Yeah, okay, I can benefit from that, or it doesn't really matter to me. And I'll just use my speakers crossed over at 80 hertz like I normally would. And that's what the that's what the conversation becomes at that point, point, right? So I feel like they think they're doing something different. And by the way, they did actually reach out to me and see if I would be interested in testing some of their subs. Mm. Oh, there you go. So which I thought was Interesting. And then I replied back and then I didn't hear anything. And I was like, uh, I'll try again. So we'll see.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's interesting, yeah. right? I'm sure they believe that this is the best way, you know, it could be, yeah, I mean, to have a discussion, I guess, like, you know, in an ideal world,
3: it would be cool to have full range speakers all around. But I think that's not realistic for most people, you know, and then, and then it's like, well, do you really benefit from having, full range, left, center, and right. Is it it that big of a deal? Or, you know, like Joe was saying, then you can, if it was separate subwoofers, you have the uh, ability to put them wherever you need to to help smooth out the bass in the room.
1: And I think that's probably the better way to go anyway. But yeah, I don't know. And, And just so you guys know, the people who are watching, I've actually experienced a system that was set up in that way. Not with REL subs, but when I went to Sound United, they did have... Bowers and Wilkins, and each each sub each channel had its own sub, and so each channel was good down to eighteen hertz or something like that, right? So left, center, every every channel, even the surrounds, uh, had a sub, and I mean, nothing about it made me think like, oh man, I need to do that with my system, you know? It sounded like a system that had a lot of bass. Well, no, like it, it, there were issues. To be honest, like there was there were some issues where I'm like, oh. There's some cancellation going on over here. And I, mm-hmm, I yeah. told I told uh, Phil like, hey man, well, I think you guys should do some multi-sub optimizer here because you guys have two rows of seats and it sounds cool right here. But over here, the floor is shaking and I'm not hearing anything. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like I was in a weird spot where maybe mm-hmm. I was only getting sound from certain subs and oh, maybe well, cancellation from another set. So that, that was the uh, mother-in-law's seat. That's yeah. yeah, there you go. That's what it was. I think the other thing too
3: is if you're going to, integrate a subwoofer into like a floor standing speaker. You know, so we already know that it's not easy. We were just talking about phase relationships and then that arc, you know, being able to align the phase at the crossover region. But then if you start adding subwoofers to every speaker, you know what I mean? Like to me that that's more potential for having issues. More more issues. Yeah. It's complicated. I don't know.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think the great thing about having a separate subwoofer is that you can place it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. You can place yeah. it in a more optimal location and still have the mid range coming out, you know, where it's supposed to. Yeah. But the base doesn't really work the same way. So yeah, interesting. I would like to talk it out with them. Uh what else? We got we got I know people have been mentioning the Ankyo thing. I don't know yeah. enough about it to like speak about it, but Tim sent us something. You guys want to touch on that? Like oh, guess what the initial News was like, oh,
2: initial was is bankrupt, they're closing down, mm. rest in peace. Mm. You know, those are the memes, yeah. yeah.
1: They were gonna call Michael
2: over, do the whole <laughs> eulogy, <It> was... <laughs> say your goodbyes. Yep, um, so that is not happening. Um, I don't know, all guns announced, but but definitely, there's some there's an article in clips since they're owned by vox and i guess Ankyo is owned by vox as well
1: mm-hmm. so it's there's this an artic-
2: article on their website so you can read through that and get all the details there
1: it's a ceo of uh what is the the group uh pre pete pack P- premium yeah. audio company mm-hmm. and so they have all those brands that you just mentioned all these brands up here and he's just basically saying like no nah, man um you know that company Onkyo Entertain, Home Entertainment Corporation is bankrupt but we bought their intellectual property right so that will continue they're like hey we we have a lot of interest like all these, I mean Onkyo and Pioneer Pioneer yeah. um Integra you I know mean. they just came out with some new AVRs that to yeah, me seem I have like one. they seem like they're popular yeah, I mean you know, out of stock yeah. or whatever right because they have Dirac so he's just basically saying like yeah that That Onkyo, they sold us the stuff a long time ago. Now they're gone, right? But you'll still see the Onkyo brand moving forward, right? Yeah. Just that company that used to own them is gone. What do you guys think about that? I mean, I don't think there's going to change too. There's a
2: lot of changes that are coming. You think so? -hmm. I mean, just in in the audio industry. Oh, as a whole, I mean, we've seen a bunch of different turnovers. We've seen a lot of mergers. We've seen a lot of buyouts. So,
1: yeah, Paul Jacobs. I'm just looking him up here. Uh, president, chief executive officer at Premium Audio Company Holdings. Yeah, maybe I should add this guy on LinkedIn. So, the so
2: the so the memes were were wrong, right? <laughs> Somewhat, yeah. Odd. What is that one That's that he's Imagine that
1: I'm trying to share this one that Tim shared specifically. I don't know if you can share that one. No. Oh, oh, if you just do a screen share, I guess.
3: Yeah. I actually saw it on Twitter. The bull one. Yeah. Yeah. The no BS.
2: Oh, that's, that's a signature thing that Paul W clips. He used to wear a pin that was like no BS. And so he literally would wear it like he'd be in a, in a suit. At a business meeting, and he had this no BS, you know, cow sticker or not sticker, but a pin on his yeah coat. So that was pretty well known with clips. See, good old clips. Here it
1: is. Clips. This is what he posted here. Yeah. So from Onkyo USA's Facebook, some misinformation is circulating about Onkyo Home Entertainment. Uh, <coughs> Onkyo Home Entertainment's recent bankruptcy filing with regards to premium audio company. The good news is that our PAC umbrella company bought the intellectual property to Onkyo and Integra in a joint venture with Sharp last year. And the legendary Onkyo and Integra brands will live on for decades to come. Read the official statement. So, yeah, there's that. I think a lot of people just like to jump on that. Like they say, Oh, Onkyo's like, Oh, cool. There's news. There's audio news.
2: Yeah. Well, there I mean, there's read an, it on the, the internet. It. It's true. Yes. Oh, well,
1: wow. no, it's the problem. Yeah. You know, I think it's always sketchy when like the first people who post it are sites that you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like I've never it's not like, you know, sites that I've visited that that do audio reviews, it's just like
2: some random site like, oh, I'll give you would, you would think that somebody would do at least a little research. I mean, just a quick Google search on mm-hmm. anything, you know, before you go and say, yep, this is what's happening or this is going down. It's like, come on, people.
1: Are there any other companies that are... I guess, what other companies are like that where, you know, it's just the name, I guess?
2: Mm. I mean, I think a lot of companies are owned by parent companies that we don't even realize. Mm. You know, we just see their main name. Um, Even like um, Indie Audio Labs is the Mm. parent company of... Um, Accurus and oh my goodness, what's the other one? It's a higher end than Accurus, Accurus, Aragon. Mm. Um, so I mean, that's not uncommon to have a like a parent company, but some of these guys are they're Elon Musk and man, they're just buying it all.
1: Yep, yeah, crazy. A, real quick, uh, let me just kind of a few people have already mentioned, Joe, have you seen the new Clips 600 M2s? Uh, somebody else also Oh, yeah, also they put out some speakers today. I, and I did ask um, audio advice. I'm like, hey, I've reviewed the first ones. I thought they are pretty good. You know, there's some issues. You know. Are they going to send you out a set? Uh, I don't know. I'm waiting Maybe. for
3: the response back, but I'm I'm down to check them out. Yeah. yeah, you'll have to uh see if you can forward those to me once you've reviewed them.
1: Oh, okay. Them. Yeah, you want to check those out? Yeah,
3: just because people are asking about it, so... If it's popular, yeah. then know, they're going. To
0: they're they're
1: going to. They're gonna. You're gonna hopefully see they, them in videos. Hopefully, they fix some of the. I mean, the main issue that I remember seeing was just that there was a dip at the crossover point, and uh, it's not something that I haven't seen in other clip speakers. Like, you know, a lot of right. times I'll do these calibrations. People have clip speakers. It's almost always there's like this dip, uh, at the crossover frequency around right? two thousand. Um. I don't know exactly but maybe around there, right? Um I mean what do you what do you think about that Aaron? Like the the dip at the crossover. Is that like, you know, that that's kind of like old school thing that companies used to do like yeah, LS- people BBC used to say that dip. was the
3: BBC dip, but I don't know how much truth there is to to do it. LS35A for a good
1: reason. Bowers and Wilkins I think they tend to do that. Did you notice that on uh at all if you ever reviewed any uh You know what? I'm curious.
3: Let me see. I, I don't, I don't remember if I saw that in the in the round of testing I just
1: did. Yeah. Let me see. Well, I don't want you know. You know. Yeah, but, no, um, I, I hear you. I've seen it. I've seen it before on these these uh, speakers, and what's interesting is a lot of times I'll measure, of course, from the listening position, and the interesting thing, and I think this is why they do it, uh, at the listening position. A lot of times that's flat because of you know, the reflections in the room. What do you think about that, though? The fact that they'd take out the dip, or, you know, there'd be a dip there, but, you know, the steady state or whatever you want to call it, the main listening position measurement doesn't have the dip because that's kind of the area where there's a lot of, you know, reflections and it adds up and now it looks flat from the listening position. I think that's why uh, they do
3: it. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually looking at the results from the in-wall speaker and it's a, yeah, it's a dip. From about two to about five, uh, but then it flattens out. So that's going to be a really bright sounding speaker. Mm. Yeah. And that's actually what I got in my notes for it.
1: Yeah. You, do you think that's a mistake, though? I mean,
3: I don't know if they're doing it on purpose, but they shouldn't. <laughs> so, I mean, I th- mean that's my opinion. I mean, because that's, also- it sounds bad. It sounds bad to me. And I think most people probably.
1: Um, if you're coming from the neutral standpoint of things, you would oh. not like that sound. It, it's so. crazy though, because like even the AVR has the mid-range compensation, right? And for a yeah. long time, you can even undo that. So it's like, oh, your speakers don't do that? Oh, we, we got you. We'll do not yeah, I,
3: I don't get that, man. I just don't
1: get it. Oh so. yeah, I think it's a mistake. Yeah, I do too. So how about this though? What if you have a flat speaker and in room uh you're noticing a spike at that? Range Like, it's just what the room does. So sometimes I, I, I take measurements of speakers and I, I kind of look and see what does the room do? Like, how did the room change the sound? And a lot of times it will have a bump in that area, depending on how reflective the room is. Yeah. Would you say, yeah, that's okay? That's I'm curious how is. much of
3: that is the seat. Like, when these people are measuring, mm-hmm. how are they measuring? Are they measuring sitting in the seat? Are they measuring, like, holding the mic from behind the seat? You know, like I just wonder how much of that is an an artifact of the measurement, because Mm -hmm. I see weird stuff depending on how I measure. Uh, If I sit in the seat and wave the mic around, or if I stand behind it with a pole,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: oh, it'll affect
0: things.
2: Um,
1: what else?
0: Don Ford said Andrew Robinson reviewed them yesterday and said they were different from the originals in a good way. (laughs) So, something's different about them. I would
3: hope. I mean. Good or bad, I would hope that something's different. You know, like hopefully they wouldn't just repack the same thing and said, "Oh, MK two, different color cone." Yeah, that's it. I'm looking at their website. I'm just seeing a bunch of like, okay, cool, like ah, uh,
2: I don't know. There's just a few things, but supposedly I think the crossover change from what I saw on their website.
1: All right, we'll we'll make it happen. All right, hold on a second. Joe and I here. will figure this out. I got to show you guys something. So my uncle has a old school. Pair of KG2s. Clips. Yeah, I remember them. So those they're are old old school, school,
2: though. They're huh? ugly, though. They're ugly, though.
1: <laughs> well, I think he likes oh, it man. Matches the, They got, they matches got white
2: woofers, man. I mean, no, this, this, one oh, this one doesn't. Oh, is isn't that
0: what Revel does? No, KG2s this is white wolfers, right?
2: Okay. <laughs> I want to <laughs> see oh, these now. I'm going to pull them out. <laughs> I like this. Black, the oh, okay. All right. Look right here, dude. All right. Let me see. KG2. Dude, look at it. The back of it. Here, let me share it. I know what they are because I've had the KG three point twos. Okay, Which I think are these are KG two
1: point nice. fives.
2: Okay, that's different. Ah, that's not sorry. the KG. Okay, all right. Yeah, so right. pull that, pull that one. Get up your there. act together,
1: I know you're the clip. You've been, you were the clip guy.
2: Oh yeah, these are different. These other, yeah. 2. See, those 5s are nice. hideous. They look weird, man. Those look they dumb. They really Can do. Pull up the two point five, real quick. Two point five. Those yeah. look
1: like some JBLs right there. What are you talking about,
2: dude? Yeah. Those look 2. like. Uh, okay. I think. There. So I've on the I've owned the 2.5s too. I had three of them.
1: Okay. Look so ahead. I have the measurement for this thing. They're okay. So I did a calibration for him uh last night. Mm-hmm. I I told him get the mini DSP. And I'm like, all right, let's let's do it. So uh let me share this with you guys because this okay. is this kind of just shows right away. And this kind of goes into like what I want to talk about is uh, you know, normally I do the A V summit and we do, you know, it's a little different. And this time I want to be more educational. So that's kind of the focus this time. So maybe this kind of leads into it. So let's see here. cron no, no, no. Window. Boom. All right. So this is his uh yeah.
0: Was, uh, so that's
1: the <laughs> two ships passing in the night. Oh yeah. Wow. So that's the that's the response of this uh wow. Old school KG two, right? Look at this. Wow. Crazy, right? Right there. So yeah, I'm, looking, I'm looking at that bump on the base, man. Oh yeah. <laughs> Got let's go.
0: It's like wow. my rail.
1: Minaj. I wasn't able to do the, the right one because the wire wouldn't reach so he, it had to be off axis, but I was like I wanted to see if it's at least similar. Right? So that's a you know real far off axis, let's just say. Right? But here's what's interesting, right? So here's the left. Um, Let's see at the main listening position, right? Where he sits. You see I kind of like it undoes this dip here. Yeah. So I think that that's why, that's their thinking. They're like, oh, well, it gets fixed, the listening position, so... Mm, little, you know, great. I think that's, that's what... I've seen it so many times, where they this is a here, but not in the, in the main listening position measurement. So, hmm. um, the other thing to know is, you know, I wanted to see how the room affected the sound, kind of just like a, as an average, you know? So this is kind of what the room was doing to the sound.
0: Huh. So look at that boost. You know, so kind of did this little thing
1: over here. And of course you get a bass rise, which you kind of expect in a room. It's actually
3: a lot more smooth on the bass area, like the mid-bass and stuff, than I would have thought. Like there's not, it's not jumping all over the place up and down from like 100 to 500 hertz. I think that's just
1: because, I think that's just because it falls off so hard that it, it can't really read it. Mm. You know oh, what I mean? Like it's falling yeah, off so yeah.
3: crazy. It's just no. Like I'm, I'm talking ab- like above 100 to 100 to oh. five. I mean, normally you see a lot of
1: weird stuff going on there in oh, the yeah. room. It's a big room, a very big room. Like, like a it had they have a, like a loft kind of. Thing so right? I
3: was going to say that they have a, an abnormal ceiling, huge, like not, really high yeah.
1: ceiling. Yeah. Super okay. High.
3: That that makes more sense then.
1: Super high, but very reflective. Hardly anything, uh, you know, to absorb the sound. So anyway. Uh, Yeah. I would like to bring up some more stuff, other clip speakers that kind of show the same thing. But uh I don't want to take up all the time. I could I could nerd out about this stuff all day. Nerds. That is Yeah. Let's talk about those clips that Michael hates though.
2: Which ones? The KG2s? That's
1: Fresh Hater Mike. That's Fresh Hater Mike's voice. (laughs) I like this mic, I'm telling you. Oh yeah. Those are
2: ugly.
3: You almost yeah, sound like that um, Scotty McCreary guy who was on American Idol, the little, the young, little teenage country singer kid. Uh, That's kind of almost who you sound like when he
1: sings because mm-hmm. he tries to sing real do. Yeah. Anyway, uh, a few things. A few things. So, um, audio only version of this podcast, you can get that at anchor.fm forward slash daily hi fi. I need to mention that. Also, we didn't take any calls today. Mm-hmm. That's kind of crazy. Yeah, but uh, um, yeah, I didn't. We didn't, we forgot to do that. Uh, after show though, Patreon.com forward slash Daily fi If you want to join our after show, usually you say that, huh, Chana Yeah, yeah. Sorry, he just stole his line, man. Okay,
2: why are you go creeping ahead, in space, man?
1: Oof.
0: Everybody should have a turn doing all this. Appreciate your mic, but <laughs> you? Yeah, you know? sorry. See some oh, very awkward, you, you know. See a very awkward outro like the awkward intros it's okay things happen whatever i feel
1: weird not taking the call does anybody want to call in let's take one call i gotta bounce at 5 30 so right. let's take one call do it do Ooh, it do you gotta have somebody call if not then all good
0: although there the was Snapchat. this comment saying like i should just like that some dude was like t- tired of hearing me talk so maybe i'll just leave oh that's tired hearing you talk. talk yeah today <laughs> No, uh, no, on one of the videos, Uh-oh. Joe Joe came to back me up. He's like, well, he didn't say he was
1: right. Oh, yeah. When you're like, I don't know. I don't know. I was like, I don't know. I don't know what the, t- you know, when you're talking about timbre. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I oh, don't yeah. know. But I don't know. He said, I don't know a couple of times. Like, tired of hearing Chana. He doesn't know anything. He's like, yeah, he, <laughs> he just he just said he doesn't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> <why> I <laughs> he just said that. Yeah. That's
0: pretty strange. Funny. Strange. Uh-oh. Oh, my man BB photo. Look at this guys. It's good. I like it. <laughs> start a new voiceover career.
2: I could do like uh trailers in a world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I like it. That's
1: good. <laughs> oh man. Anyway. I was trying to look for another clip speaker that did the same thing. Um, so yeah, no uh no calls, it's all good. I'll jump into the answers all show. of them. I don't mind.
3: We've answered all the questions.
1: Did, oh, there was another super chat though that we didn't answer. That's kind of messed up. Oh, yeah, oh this is Power
0: Guy to... Mark. He's asking the same thing. Hey, oh, 435.
1: Okay. okay. So we, I asked... don't know why
0: he's, a, I mean, thank you, Power Guy hey, Mark. Thank for you. The super
1: chat. Bluetooth 2.1. Yeah. Same, same recommendation. Mini DSP flex and whatever amp you want. Yeah. Uh. Then there's
0: this. Oh, Dionysi Dyanice, Live. Currently power my surround channels via the built-in amp from my AVR. 125 watts per channel. However, B&W recommends 150 watts per channel. Will it be beneficial to add a separate amp to attain this? Yeah. I would say go for it. 100%. Hold on. Dude, you got to get yourself an external amplifier, okay? Those B&Ws they are power hungry. You're gonna to need to get that. Forget what's going on inside your AVR and that 125 watts per channel. That's with only two channels driven. Okay. That- so if you're running five channels, nine channels, seven channels, twelve channels, fifteen channels, 155 channels, you're gonna need an external amp. Okay. Is that, I know- know- Is that your
3: sales pitch right there? I want this- an external amp, and I, don't even I just, need. I-, okay.
0: I was just realizing that I was like super low energy, and I was just like, "Whoa, whoa, oh. high energy Chana needs
1: to like show his face." So That's hold right. up. I mean, uh, I was talking a lot about DSP. So it's probably my fault, but uh apologize. But that was kind of interesting what you did. Cause like you, you just straight up sold it. Right. It's not like, you're like, I'm going to sell this. Yeah. how I want to hear Aaron sell something. Cause you're so like objective. You're not like, a, like you're I don't like know anti-sale. how, like, I don't, you're like anti salesy. Right. Like I know you I think of the sales guy, like you're the anti sales guy, but like I might be good at me on stuff telling you not to buy something. You're like good. this okay. thing is garbage. Just don't do that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll, I'll buy a speakers. <laughs>
3: oh, how about how about I sell you on mini DSP? You got to right. get a mini DSP. That's the greatest thing ever. It's cool. It allows you to do X Y and Z plus B Z and Z, B, B, B.
0: No, but you got you got to actually say the
1: things. Oh, the X Y and Z. Like, All right, say, let's see. Look let's see my sales real fast. Just so everybody knows, right? So, like, they're like, "Oh, you're just selling this. This is this is a real sales pitch." All right, here we go. We saw Chana's right now. That's how he sells. And that's actually not how you really make videos, right? No. You're just like, yeah, no. that's cool. This is what I don't like. You're pretty chill about it. But that actually made me want to go buy stuff. So let, let, let's hear, your, what's your pitch, though? That's your pitch? Me? Mini DSP, blah, 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 blah. I don't have one. I can't, I don't know, dude. I can't think. I don't know, man. What? How about oh, for this you, guy? For Dionysi Uh No, you live. need a laser yeah.
3: level and you need a laser distance finder to make sure you get the perfect <laughs> triangle and the perfect distance of your speakers. That is the one thing. Angela. See? See, it does
0: XYZ. XYZ (laughs) (laughs) And if you buy
1: now, I'll throw in a D E and F. See, (laughs) you know, it's funny because I think Aaron, I think you would be able to sell me something because Uh of how you're so like not. You just don't care. I'm like, this guy doesn't believe I can buy this. This guy just (laughs) doesn't care. And I'm gonna just have to show him. I'm just gonna have, to, you know what? I was gonna buy that one model, but give me the higher up one.
0: <laughs> he's, just, yeah. he's just offended you know now. He wants he's like, deleted. what? My money not green be like, enough for I'm you? Like,
3: I know you can't <laughs> afford this, so let's go over here and look at this section.
1: Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, see, it would work on me. His his uh, non sales pitch would. Work oh, on. oh, you want the EX
3: with the leather? Well. Unfortunately, that's a little bit more pricey than I think you're going oh, to be no. able to afford yeah, without an additional uh, line of credit. RS, uh, yeah, yeah. So we've got the LX over here if you want to take a look
1: at that, and, and we've we got, got used in the back. Yeah. Let me get somebody else to help you. You, if you want, you know, I'm about to <laughs> yeah. take my lunch break. Yeah. yeah you know. Yeah. Michael, exactly. let's, let's, what, what, how does Michael sell? Let me hear a sales pitch. Right oh.
2: like what? Let's thing?
1: bring back like the other guy though. Where's the question? The same one is the, the same <laughs> one you brought up, Shana. Yes this <laughs> panel right. like some something see currently my power amps uh my power currently my power my surround channels via the built-in amp for my AVR at 125 watts per channel however B&W recommends 150 watts per channel would yeah. it be beneficial if I add separate amp to attain this
2: yeah definitely be beneficial to you um but how beneficial is kind of subjective there's a lot of times I've added amplifiers to speakers didn't hear a whole lot of difference, but most of the time I've had very efficient speakers. B&W typically are inefficient, um, therefore they do typically like a lot more power. b and a lot of times tell you, you know, to really make these speakers come alive, you need to really feed them some power, um, and that's probably due to the lower sensitivity. Uh, so will you benefit from it? Absolutely. How much? I don't know.
1: Yeah, uh, I think, Michael, um, get them on the warranty, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whichever Which app you get, though. Okay. Get on, whichever one you get, I mean, we, we you have an extended. Make one, sure but, you get the but... Circuit City extended <laughs>
0: I tried to do oh, that when
3: when I bought my car. They were like, "Do you want to get this?" there's was a Honda, and they were like, "Do you want to get the extension, like the five year, or take it from three to five years?" And then the guy was like rattling off all these reasons. He's like, "Well, you know, with the new turbos and the new electronic systems," and I was straight up. I was like. Do you guys not like trust what you sell? And he's like, oh, no, no, that's not it. And I said, well, that's kind of how it's coming off. Mm.
1: I was like, dang, dude. We so is your so stuff garbage?
2: Pay more. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So Dionysi, um, so you have Bowers and Wilkins, right? You must be a baller, right? Because not everybody has Bowers and Wilkins. So, um, you know, you're asking about, you know, should you not spend money on the app and you kind of want to cheap out? Bro, I mean, you're a baller. Just go all out. What what are you holding back for right now? You know, treat yourself. Jesus you you, 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 you spent you all this yeah. money, and you want to save money in the last. Come on, you man. can afford it. Come on, so just buy it. Hey, Is that what you're wow. If you came in here and you had some, you know, some budget speakers, and I'd be like, yeah, you know, maybe we'll look at something else. I treat you the way maybe Aaron just talked said he's going to treat me. Right? He says I would. But you're a baller, so uh, dude, what do what, you're you're wasting t- you're wasting time even listening to us right now. You should just should have bought, bought, it, bought, the the guy bought it, it last last year <laughs> you should have had it already <laughs> listen look, man uh, sales, when you when all... you
3: buy the amp it'll add more airiness and more detail all the things that you don't like about your system right now that amp will fix it
0: don't forget the chocolatey bottom and, and i'll and have an affiliate link. All below. Your dreams will come true no no not a macintosh like you don't you don't need to go that crazy look uh, in all seriousness. Though, is he talk- seriously talking about Macintosh? <laughs> no, he, he said Mac down here. Um, they had more chocolate. Yeah. So where's this question? There it is. I'll try to pop it. Okay. So uh, a few things I'm seeing here and what Mike says was 100% true. B&W speakers, very low sensitivity, usually harder to power. Um, your amplifier from your AV receiver is putting out 125 watts per channel only with two channels driven. So if you wanna power your surround channels, cause that's what it says right here. So if you're having a minimum of five, that 125 Watts is who knows what that's that's gonna be for all five channels, right? So, I mean, I have a, five, I have a 5.1.4, right? Um, so I power all ear level speakers with the same amplifier. So I have a five channel amplifier that powers all of them. Now, as far as your power rating on your speakers, i would throw the kitchen sink at that thing right like 150 watts pff, let's go 250 250 200 A lot of times
2: i recommend doing twice what they recommend
0: yeah if you can you know if you can afford it, it. Yeah. because bottom line it's about having more headroom for those dynamic shifts in your content you know from very quiet very loud i always use sea biscuit old movie got on blu-ray But there's this race where, like, they're right on the racetrack and horses thundering down the racetrack. And then it, boom, flips over to, like, dude in a hospital bed listening Mm -hmm. to the race on the radio. And then he's like, oh, you know, and it's, like, completely silent except for, like, what you hear on the radio. And then all of a sudden, boom, we're back, you know, horses thundering around. So when you have those shifts and you're going like that um, back and forth like that in certain movies, um, having that external power amp is going to give your speakers... That extra headroom and juice for those dynamic shifts in the content. So I would highly recommend it. I've been doing it for years, and um, especially with speakers like B&W that are hard to power, yeah. you should bro, you should go buy an amp. You, you got. You don't have to buy a
1: Macintosh. Like no, let's let. You could buy <laughs> a, <half> a Macintosh. <laughs> I mean, well, last time he didn't buy the uh, extended warranty on the B&W's, so. I mean, I offered last time and said you didn't need it. So what I would recommend right now, it says that um, you need 150 watts. Um, maybe go for something like a 1,000 watts per channel. You know, run some test tones just see what it can do. Um, I would recommend <laughs> getting extended warranty this time in case something <laughs> were to happen. Because
2: but... you're likely going to blow a tweeter.
1: <laughs> it's on you.
2: That's probably yeah. true.
1: he goes on to say my front
0: soundstage is being powered by a separate amp using the pre-outs for my avr yeah
2: okay that's good yeah yeah
1: What is does this that's that you fun. have on here michael so oh i was just gonna around here.
2: yeah i was just saying so say for instance if you had the 703 s2s don't know okay. what model you have but looking at their specs they're rated at 89 db sensitivity and so to get three more decibels louder you'd have to double your amplifier double power. power yeah so um 89 is to me I mean if it's not above 90 93 94 95 I don't I don't classify it as like a sensitive speaker right that's e- easy to drive right um so I mean the good thing is you you said that you've already got a an amplifier power in your LCR which is great um in that case, if you're just powering the remaining speakers, um, let us know how many speakers you got. I mean, if you've only got a 5.1.2, no, you don't need an amplifier for the rest of them. You know, your amplifier should be more than sufficient to do that. Um, All right, here we go. Got, he's got some more information.
0: I, I, I got my chart from yeah. my video. There you go. From my video. <clears throat> no, Here. Okay. What do we got here? So, if it's 86, yeah. look look at the difference. Yeah. Like if yeah. you were trying to get um let's say just 95 dB, right? 8 watts. Yeah. Um you would need with this 86 dB, but like over here, 95 watts, you only need two. Or 95 yeah. dB, you need 2 watts. Yeah, exactly. Like, right? If you were trying to get like what is a uh, 100 dB is the what is it called the reference peak for THX, right?
2: and 104
0: 104 yeah so 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 16 watts so my 16 watts on this speaker i'll get 104 db my 16 watts on this speaker i'll get 100 and my 16 watts over here on this 86 db sensitive speaker would be 98 so um and that's just at one um one foot away or sorry one meter away when you start going back two meters three meters that drops drastically sure uh, Are you guys hearing that call?
1: Oh, yeah. there's a caller. What the right. Let's see. Hello, hello, hello. Hey, what's up, guys? What's, what's, up? Happening? Hey, what's happening?
4: I thought I would just call because nobody was calling.
2: Oh, thank okay. you. I thought you wanted just to hear my voice in person. <laughs> Who's it? I
4: was going to ask. Who's uh, <laughs> <I'm, laughs> this late night AM DJ you guys got on there?
2: Doesn't say it, man. That's no, but he's, he's I feel so calm so when he's Michael, talking.
4: Michael's about ready to drop some slow James tonight.
2: <laughs> I think
0: so.
3: <laughs>
1: about right. <laughs> Who's this?
4: Uh, so, I, uh, my name is Billy. I called you guys uh last week. I think. Okay, okay. What
1: well, okay. what did you call about last time? just to refresh I our memory.
4: About, I was, I was asking about chano's uh, his uh, separate that he got. He said, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, You're different. difference, <laughs> mm-hmm. so. I mean, I, I don't really, I, you know, I was kind of wondering, you guys were talking about this uh, this BBC dip or whatever mm-hmm. on these clip speakers. And I have the THX Ultra 2s from, mm-hmm. I don't know, they're, what is that, 20 years old now? Yeah, yeah. they're pretty. And uh, I was wondering if those have them or not, you know, or is that different because they had to adhere to a THX spec? Or is that you know, is that, is that something that like THX requires? Do you guys know anything about that? I know that's super secretive about that
3: kind of stuff. No, THX is, from what I understand, they make people sign NDAs and their requirements aren't very steadfast. Um, yeah. I think that kind of it varies a little bit, not even within like a specific category. From what I've been told by manufacturers, they may submit a product for the same rating. But because they're different products, then they can both I'll butcher this. Basically, like let, let's assume a floor standard versus a bookshelf, right? So that to get THX Ultra, mm-hmm. they may have different requirements for both types of speaker. That that's what I've been yeah. told. And I don't know how up to date that information is, but unfortunately nobody else knows either because
2: they yeah, don't they don't, they don't allow anybody to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
4: Well, I mean, and Michael went and talked to the You know, arguably the guys who are pushing THX right now and I'm sure they won't tell you anything (laughs) (laughs) well you know
3: I I spoke with um, Lori Fincham I mean he was VP at uh, R&D for THX for years and that was kind of the the impression that I got from him is that they don't make that information publicly known now I didn't outright ask him um, and I guess that's something I could ask him if I was curious about but he also may not be at liberty to say either so
4: (laughs) No, no, I don't think anyone is, but I I'm just kind of curious. I know you know, I know like regular clip speakers have that, but I don't know if mine did or not. I wish I wish I could send them to you, Aaron, because uh I've never seen anyone measure them.
0: <laughs> I mean, you could just have Joe filter. come in and measure them remotely. You can have Joe. If you have a U mic 1 and a REW, you can Yeah,
1: you can measure them too. You can measure them. That Just get an idea, a, idea a, if it has that a, dip, right? So, you, I mean, you don't have to be like extremely accurate to see if there's a dip or not, right? It's gotta.
4: I have I have measured them. Okay. I mean, I, okay. they measure they measure relatively flat. Okay. Um, with with my U mic that I've used.
2: Huh? Yeah, the TH, I mean, THX not... Ultra Twos were. Um, to me, they don't. They're kind of a more laid back sound, so I don't think they have the typical clips, mm-hmm. you know, rise on yeah. the. And I don't. I remember yeah.
0: what people was, uh Who was it? Corey was saying that it's more of like a, a theater like specific or like a theater speaker. So right, so it's yeah. not going to have a whole lot of character to yeah. it. Character, it's not going to add a whole lot of stuff. Well, yeah. um, like they
4: well, I, I and, and I don't really know. It's bad. It's I'm, It's a bad reference for me because I've been listening to these speakers for literally most of my life. They used to belong right. to my dad.
2: Yeah, uh, he's most still great. alive. He just gave to yeah. me. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but... Oh, so your dad I, doesn't I was
4: like you? Okay. I was... Wow. What's that?
3: I said, so your dad doesn't like you? That's why he gave you those speakers?
4: No, no. Oh.
3: My dad, my dad, my it was a joke. Decided. He's so
2: mean. Isn't he mean? It was a yes. joke.
4: I don't know
3: anything about the speakers. I don't even know what they look like. It was just a joke.
2: Yeah. Well, I've had the speakers <laughs> down in the bottom to show you. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Well, I don't oh, yeah, here we go.
2: These here. Yeah. No, oh like okay yeah dad, like,
0: oh i always looked at that thing and be like oh one day one so, day i'll have a $13,000 so, system but it,
4: well, it's funny because i was anyway so i haven't really listened to any other speakers so i have really have no reference <laughs> you know i just listen yeah. to these speakers and i'll listen to like a sound bar or whatever and i'm like oh well, that sucks <laughs> yeah so i don't really ha- i don't really have like a frame yeah. of you know, I'm
1: not like you guys, I don't have a bunch of bookshelves coming in, right? Right, so, yeah. well, uh, as far as your question about the THX thing, though, I think there's certain things yeah. that you can kind of uh, I don't know, deduce, I guess, from their certification, yeah. like the fact that they have different room size certifications, right? So, for this right. size room, and, they hey, said, and from this distance, it's approved, right? For yeah, this yeah. distance, so to me, that's saying, okay, they're looking at uh, the SPL, right? Yep, right, they're looking at you know of course it can't be playing those s you know at that volume with all kinds of distortion right yeah. distortion mm-hmm. um I and and you can tell because let's say monolith has a thx or they help have, have multiple thX subwoofers where right. there the two modes are thX and then extended right and extended mode typically yeah. lets the base go out further right um right. so to right. me that's saying thx probably said okay when you extend the bass out further that doesn't pass our uh you know it's a little too much distortion even they though have, maybe somebody don't. else would be okay with it but they're not so you know i'm kind of like putting think, the pieces together they
4: like they seem to be kind of anti infrasonic sound and stuff like that i, I don't know it seems I, like to be something they don't they don't care about I, and they and, seem to see it as wasted power
1: yeah, and the other thing is, you were asking if THX certification has anything to do with the frequency response. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I, I I think that if that were the case, then almost everything that's THX certified would measure pretty flat, or you know, at least similar. And I don't know if that's the case.
4: Are those Monoprice THX speakers? Are those flat?
1: Aaron, have you you measured those?
4: Measure some right? Yeah. Yeah. Monoprice.
3: Uh, the- the mini monitor
4: you know honestly
1: i just don't yeah. remember if it was or not to be to be honest with you i really don't remember and that was just
3: not too long ago oh,
1: no. and <laughs> no. you you just you've been knocking out so many reviews but aaron oh, no. if you go to aaronsaudiocorner.com yeah yeah all the measurements yeah. are there yeah yeah i, th-
3: I mean i want to say it, it's probably okay but again i, I just don't remember and yeah, I'm, was- I'm getting them I'm confused because i did the encores i think right after that so there's a lot of overlap for me and my brain mm-hmm. so. I don't well, know which,
4: one, uh, which ones
3: are the encores. Are those going with the Wave guys? The, yeah, yeah. The new one they just so, came out with? Right, yeah. So I'm looking at the... Yeah, the the mini monitors aren't bad. So they do have a, a bit of a boost to treble. Uh, they got a weird dip at around like 6K or so. I'm not sure what's going on with that. But for the most part, they seem pretty linear. I'd say they're within like plus or minus 2 dB.
1: But is yeah, that a we, monolith thing though? Because almost like all the monolith stuff seems to... Have kind of like a pattern, right? I've noticed uh, like all of them yeah. kind of measure pretty decent. Yeah, I, I, don't, I, know it's I it's don't know if it's THX or a monolithing. That's the question, right?
4: I mean, the, for me, what makes a THX speaker a THX speaker is generally it's not going to make much noise below eighty hertz, and right. really, yeah. really loud. It's going to get really, really yeah. loud.
1: I think you got that. Not, not a
4: lot of with uh, not a lot of power.
0: So, yeah, I mean the um the Miller and Kreisel THX that I had in- in-house, man, those were like they were, <laughs> frequency response, the low end was like 75 hertz. And then, yeah, but yeah. then they're like 4 ohm and they're like 400 watts. They're like, yeah, give us like as much power as possible. Crazy. Right, exactly.
1: Yeah. I, yeah. I think that's it though. We I think you're starting to figure it out there because they don't want their, uh, their speakers to distort. So they'd rather you not like have crazy bass coming out through them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They expect but, you to cross it I over with a sub, and then the sub should be able yeah. to handle all that.
4: I kind of believe in the Jane De school of thought of, you know, you let your subwoofers produce the bass. I don't really see a need for, if you have a bunch of subwoofers, why do you need towers that go down 30 yards or whatever?
2: I
1: mean, that Sha- makes sense to me. Chana's doing that in his living room right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, just, yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. I,
1: I didn't scrap the Martin Logans, they're just in a different room.
0: (laughs) But for the most part, I'm like, let's get rid of these towers. Yeah, no, no, I mean, no, they're just, uh, they need to go back to Martin Logan. But like, I was just like, oh "Oh my gosh. I I
4: didn't didn't know you didn't own (laughs) them.
0: Oh yeah, no, they've just been here for like a year and a half or something. Um, But, (laughs) you know, when Joe did his, uh, you know, his magic bean settings, he got the subwoofer working so well. With the with yeah. the towers, I was just like, Oh, I don't need towers.
4: You still, have those, you still have that REL Predator or whatever? Is that what it yeah, was? So,
0: it yeah, so yeah, yeah. I have two of those, yeah.
4: And you got them stacked on top of each other, right?
0: Yeah, and so they're just daisy chain, nothing like fancy. But uh yeah. the the what do you call it? He got those things flat to like was way below twenty.
1: Yeah. So I mean let's just say safe down to sixteen. Yeah, safe, you know, down safe to 16. easy.
0: And, you know, I, I have to I have to go somewhere, and so, like, I know that the teenager oh, yeah. is going to be in the living room, so I went ahead and took that subwoofer level down, like, halfway. <laughs> <funny>. oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just in case. Just in case he gets crazy with the volume button.
4: Um, well, that's kind of issue I have, is I got my mini DSP running hot for movies. And then when I put a song on, I'm like, oh, shit, the whole house is all over.
0: Yeah, it'll happen.
4: I, I I know I know that uh I know that that problem.
1: Yeah, <laughs> here's, but I
4: don't want to go into the mini ESP and change that stuff, so I just deal with it. I just don't turn it up a lot. Here,
1: here's real quick. Here's another clip speaker that I measured from for a client in room. So this is it before I touched anything. So I, we measured near the speaker, which is in red, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I I could find exactly which one it was, but I'm like, whoa, what the heck? That, what is that? What is that? That's yeah, like really. 1k like this? starts falling off around 1500. This is real close, right? Real close to the speaker. And then um here's another measurement. Uh, so this is an average of the left and right, right? Cuz it was so weird. I'm like, "No, nah, we got to do the right. I want to see if this is a- uh, Oh, the right one's actually doing that too." So uh and then I did one at the listening position and that's the huh. measurement that you get. That's, so like so, so that's it, what the room kind of like did it to it. Gets undone? Yeah. So weird. What what speaker is that? uh <laughs> i i'd have to look it up in my text but it's a klipsch i don't know if it's a floor standard or a bookshelf yeah so like, look, look. Maybe, like that look like that moved over
4: joke about old men loving klipsch speakers because i can't hear the highs as well anymore and so they <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so they want that horn shouting at him
3: hey, hey
0: hey yeah hey, hey, yeah hey, let's yeah exactly maybe. i can tell you huh? But yeah, that's interesting. The room made that dip is move that rise, over. A
4: few hundred. Is that rise at, what is that, 70 hertz? Is that just in-room response? Rise response at
1: 70 hertz? This? Yeah. So, yeah this is at, in-room, so this is at the listening position, right? So yeah, right. this this is caused by the room. Yeah. I mean, it's not and like it wasn't there, though. This is already rising in the near. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Nearby, or near field, I guess you could call it. But it it's and definitely really- up higher.
4: And those dips, are those are just the nulls, right?
1: Uh Yeah. Talking about these, yeah. some kind of cancellation going on.
4: Right. Yeah, I have a huge problem with knolls in my room. But my room is square and it's small. Oh, okay. So, so I try to overcome fate by turning up the subwoofer a lot. But I don't know how great that is for it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so. Weird. Weird. Anyway, let me get that off the scope. Oh. Anyways. Well, guys. Talk yeah. to
0: next week <laughs> all right hey thanks yeah, for calling hey, i guess we got around an hour and a half we got. yeah, at least yeah. We got one take care call. man take it easy take care see you man Later. bye 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 all right all right ladies and gentlemen that should do it for the daily hi-fi podcast we do this every monday 4 p.m pacific standard time or if you're on the east coast you know that's 7 p.m you know right aaron <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i, see, I see him try to do some math i'm on. well he <laughs> threw me because I was like
3: seven and I was like, Oh, you said east. So I'm central. So that's why.
0: Oh, you're central.
3: Yeah, I'm central. You're, how many I'm states Eastern.
0: over are you? I'm only two from you, man. T- t- two from Michael. So I'm,
2: he's in Alabama.
3: No, I'm one from Michael. I'm two from yeah. California.
0: Two states.
2: <laughs> I'm central. Oh two know. states or you're talking two i said t- i said two states. states i'm like how
0: many oh, two, i'm sorry. like two states <laughs> i was like you're like
3: oh yeah i thought <laughs> you were talking Tom zone sorry
0: anyway i'm not uh, paying we, attention we talk all things uh audio video here on the daily hi-fi podcast if you're new to the podcast make sure you subscribe up to the youtube channel and if you don't like to watch videos and you want to hear the audio only, there is an audio version on anchor.fm slash daily hi-fi. And of course we will be jumping into the after show that we do with our patrons. So if you want to sign up for that and get in to that um, secret society, uh, whatever, um, go to patreon.com slash daily hi-fi and we'll see you there on behalf of myself, Joe, Michael and Aaron. We'll see you guys next time. you. The- hola later hola